Welcome to that Groovy Scoopcast, your go-to audio hub for all things Scooby-Doo. Jinkies! <gasps> Shannon spoke! And she said, Jinkies! It must be important. Welcome back, guys. It has been a while. My name is Derek. And I'm Shannon. In case you forgot. (laughs) I almost forgot how to use this mic. Oh, no. I mean, not really, but I'm really happy that we're back. We're not going to focus this episode on our long hiatus. We're just going to jump into it. I think that's a good idea. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we are on social media and stuff, so definitely reach out to us, guys, if you want to hear what's been going on in our lives while we've been gone. Uh, We've missed doing that Groovy Scoop cast, certainly. We have consistently been talking about getting back on track with the podcast, and unfortunately, it just was not able to get done on our part for a while. So, like I said, we're happy to be back. Very happy. We are going to be watching The Sludge Monster from the Earth's Core, an episode from a pup named Scooby-Doo. And to start things off, like always, we are going to be kicking off the Mystery Machine match. In case you have forgotten, the Mystery Machine match is our weekly competition where Shannon and I try to figure out which one of us knows Scooby-Doo better than the other. Shannon, how are you feeling about our return to the Mystery Machine match this week? Mm, Already annoyed because you always get the easy cards, even though we pull these randomly. I always pull, like, you're going to get all three right, so... As always, I have not looked at the questions yet. (laughs) I will be reading them for the first time as I read them to you. Um, We looked at our last episode, and when we finished the Mystery Machine match last, I finished off with 15 points while Shannon was at 13. Not surprising, because I am clearly the better of the two when it comes to the trivia. I mean, I would hope so. I've only just started this. (laughs) You've been doing this your whole life. (laughs) Um, Well, let's figure out where we're going to be at the end of the episode. So, Shannon, as always, you get to go first today. Scooby-Doo witnessed the theft of what valuable coins in the no-face zombie chase? Was it golden galleon or golden gilders? Galleons? Yes. Okay. I don't know what gilders are. I don't know what those are. (laughs) If you you take a wild guess, you'll get that one. (laughs) Okay. Here's your first question. Who does Scooby-Doo fall in love with in Scooby's Swiss Miss? It's a very specific thing, and... I don't um, think we've watched that. No, we haven't. You know, I'm going to, it doesn't have options, but I'm going to give you an option. Okay. Um, so he either falls in love with a French bulldog, a French poodle, or some other dog that I can't think of off the top of my head. So French poodle or French bulldog, Shannon. A French bulldog? He falls in love with a French poodle. Which friend is the leader of Mystery Inc.? Or better yet, which friend claims to be the leader of history again? <laughs> <laughs> um, here's your next question. Oh, I actually just watched this episode recently. Sonny and Cher meet the gang in the episode The Secret of Shark Soup or Island? Island. Yes. <laughs> because who wouldn't want to learn about shark soup? I feel like you'd get arrested for it, but okay. What's your last question? Finish the name of this team. Weird and blank. Bogle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, here is your last question. What beast is the gang told is after them in that snow ghost? 
It's a ghost of this type of monster. The Abominable Snowman? That's another name for Yeti. So okay, I was going to say either that or the Yeti. Yeah, so I'll give that one to you. Okay. So it looks like today I am finishing off with adding three points to my total. You're adding two, which brings our totals to 18 and 15. I maintain the lead. Ew. Yeah. So we're going to move on to our review of The Sludge Monster from the Earth's Core. Shane, what were your overall thoughts on the episode? I mean, I didn't hate this episode. Okay. But, like, I don't know. I love a pup named Scooby-Doo because it is from our childhood, so it does have that, like, nostalgia. Yeah. But, like, putting that aside... This episode in particular? Well, just, if you put nostalgia aside, that series in general is kind of frustrating. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought it was kind of funny... When you watch it and just the overall story, you realize that the first episode of Mystery Incorporated is basically just a rehash of this mystery in yeah. a way. Um, I mean, the villain's not the same, but the overall plot of, like, you know, a monster digging a hole into the sewers to break into a bank vault, like... Yeah. And I'm sure that's probably already been done elsewhere in the Scooby-Doo cartoons as well. I just thought it was funny that Mystery Incorporated did okay. it again. Yeah. Whether or not this episode is the first time we saw that scenario, I can't attest to either way. But um, the premise for this episode is coming from Scoobypedia. The Coolsville bank is robbed, and the bank's janitor reports that he saw the sludge monster from the Earth's core in the vault that was responsible for the theft. However, nobody believes him, except the Scooby-Doo detective agency, who then proceed to try to find the monster and solve the mystery. The monster is later seen wandering around Scooby's giant doghouse. I like that the episode begins with what we usually see when we see Shaggy's house, is that he always has the Christmas decorations on the house. I like it because I have been in that position in my life where we've, like, left our lights on the house for the full year. They just never came down. See, our issue is just getting them up. I'll decorate the whole inside of my house, and then I'll come home from work one day and be like, ah, shit, I missed the entire outside of my house. (laughs) And it just won't get done. No, I just never get to it. (laughs) Um, I noted here that the monster of this episode actually appears three different times in the theme song. Yeah, he's um, a very popular monster. But the thing is, like, with the monster, I didn't love him. You know, because he's given the name, like, Sludge Monster from the Earth's Core. But, like, okay, I can see the Sludge Monster part, but, like, why is he from the Earth's Core? I also don't like that the way he's introduced is through the janitor on tv Mm -hmm. and he says like oh yeah he looked like the sludge monster from the earth's core as if we're like we have an idea what that even is yeah it was like um because i i know there's another scooby-doo episode from this series where the monster is from a movie and that's kind of what it seemed like this was going to be like i think it was the stinkweed episode yeah 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 so like the stinkweed episode like he was from a movie people know who that is yeah Yeah. and that's how the janitor said this is Mm -hmm. oh it's the sludge monster from the year's court it's like i told you that the monster looked like chucky or something like yeah um so to kind of give a little more context to the janitor and the tv scooby and shaggy were you know up late at night just having snacks they're eating popcorn scooby eats all the popcorn of course um, and they go to turn off the news because the news guy just said, like, we're done for the news for the night. And then as they go to turn the knob, he's like, hold it. Do not. Because, you know, we forgot when we revisited this episode that in A Pub Named Scooby-Doo, their TV is kind of like a portal. Yeah. Like, the news guy can interact with Shaggy and Scooby and, like, directly talk to them. Because they're wizards. Yeah. I mean, they're all wizards. Right. 
And um, but then I also don't like that the news guy is just always a dick. Always like, when you know he basically just says that the bank got robbed. The janitor witnessed the crime. He saw the monster. The janitor bloodshot eyes in a panic like explains what the monster is didn't love that either no um also the janitor kind of looked like a monkey he did i agree and after that like once the interview was done the news guy was basically just kind of like i hope you guys go to sleep in nice safe Uh, ha ha and i'm just like are you threatening them buddy i hope you Um, don't meet the monster exactly it's like is that a threat is that a threat, Mr. Newsman? <laughs> like, I'm waiting for the last episode of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, and I'm all like, like, okay, the way that Fred is always like, it's red herring, I'm always like, it's the news anchor. News anchor's gonna be the, the <laughs> He's villain. gonna be the final villain yeah. of the entire series. That'd be funny. Um, and you know, the monster's incidentally chilling in Scooby's doghouse. Of course. You know, because Scooby and Shaggy are just prone for those kind of disasters. I will say that Scooby is courteous enough to wipe his paws before he enters the house. Which yeah, was nice. he, he, he comes he running, ran. like, full-fledged into the house, and then he, like, stops, wipes his feet, and then comes in. Mm-hmm. Which then, I will say, later on, the monster does wipe his feet, too. He does, too. He is very polite. So everyone in here has manners. You can definitely tell this is a kid's show, because, it, <laughs> because it's for the kids, because it's like, don't forget to wipe your feet. And then, like, at one point, it's like, shh, mom and dad are sleeping, we have to tiptoe. Like, it's all very, like teaching kids manners <laughs> mm-hmm. well then you know he scooby tells shaggy what happened scooby does the whole transforming his body he, into his, the monster his, his head, head detaches. comes off his body his head flips and like detaches from the body for yeah. a moment yep 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 and, for a solid like two seconds and i forgot that's another thing too was that scooby is jake the dog they Instantly call Fred, Daphne, and Velma over, you know, detective agency and everything. It's 1 a.m. Yes, it is 1 in the morning. These children need to go to bed. They're like 10. <laughs> Why was Shaggy up watching the 10 o'clock news? Why weren't you asleep? Where are your... Well, I mean, your dad's probably working. He's a cop. But, like, at some other point in the episode, Shaggy references the fact that his sister and his mom are both in bed. Yeah. Go to bed. Go to, go to sleep. <laughs> um, you know, so they sneak out of the house, and, you know, Scooby also demonstrates the whole monster get up to the rest of the gang. And then they decide, you know, they're going to deal with us now. They're not going to wait. And Daphne's like, but I need my beauty rest. As she's looking in the mirror. And then she, she has the up. audacity to say, maybe I don't need my beauty sleep. Yeah. I, this is where the rest of us got the idea that Daphne was a bitch. Was yeah. from this series. It had to have been because she's not like this in any other series. No, maybe like maybe some of the newer movies. Like she kind of has that attitude sometimes, but not like this. Not ever that full because even I think it's in Zombie Island. She's even just like, oh my boot got stuck in the mud, ew or something. But like she, that's it. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't care about anything else. Like it's just like, oh shit. Right. Their first suspect. Well, Fred's first suspect is Red Herring. <laughs> of course. Um, they climb on top of each other to reach Red Herring's window. And Red Herring is like, bro, it's like 1 in the morning. <laughs> so Red we, Herring is we, the only responsible kid here. He's like, bro, I'm sleeping. Like, we know in this universe right now, it is 1 in the morning. We are not kidding. We are not saying that as a guess. It is 1 a.m. They these say kids it's 1 a.m. to be in bed. Also, why would Red Herring rob a bank? Well, we all should rob banks. I think that that is something that all of us should try to do. Um, excuse me, FBI, we, we won't rob banks. No promises. I, I won't rob banks. No 
promise it. He's going to get me in the car and make <laughs> me the getaway driver. <laughs> so they return to the doghouse. And Scooby refuses to go inside because he's just mortified to go in there. Daphne convinces him to go in after three Scooby snacks. And he proceeds to turn into a rocket. Wait, I also want to make this comment of if I called you at 1 a.m. because my house was haunted. First off, I don't really think you'd show up. Um, I wouldn't. And you'd just be like, Shannon, shut the fuck up. Go to bed. It's um, 1 a.m. <laughs> you'd be red herring. You'd be like, I'm asleep. <laughs> Um, but also, second, I know for a fact that you wouldn't just bring Scooby Snacks with you. Mm-hmm. So, like, Daphne may be a bitch, but at least she carries Scooby Snacks in her robe. Because you never know when you're going to get called at 1 a.m. She's prepared. Yeah. Um, but she does not, She herself does not want to go inside, though, because she's worried about fleas, furballs, or, or dust. dust, God forbid. She thinks that Scooby's house is nasty. She thinks Scooby's gross, which I find really offensive. It's rude. Like, it's your dog, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and then, you know, they get inside, and it turns out that the dog house is basically, like, you know, it, it, they're wizards. You yeah. know, it's huge. It's a mansion on the inside. Mm-hmm. It looks like a regular dog house on the outside. And it's not even, like... Because I think I even said this to you when we were watching the episode about um, the Crypto the Super Dog cartoon that was on Cartoon Network a few years ago, where Crypto has, like, his secret lair and his spaceship underground underneath the the doghouse in the backyard. But, like, that's not what's happening here. Like, all this is level. Yeah. This is all above ground, and it's inside that doghouse. Because he does have a basement and an attic. He has a basement, exactly. But um, this is where my theory that... Shag- it's not Shaggy's family that's a wizard. I think it's just Shaggy that's a wizard. Well, no, because Shuggy has um, that uh, diaper bag. The but diaper bag's enchanted, too. And yeah, it has, but how like... do we know that Shaggy didn't enchant that? Well, yeah, but, so what are, are you saying that his parents know, though? Maybe. They would have to, I feel. Well, because here's my thing. Because if... I mean, either that or his parents are just very modest wizards. Maybe they're like the Wiz- Weasleys. Um, because if you have the power to turn just a small house into a mansion on the inside, why would you do that for your dog and not yourself? Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I guess also if Shaggy's parents are wizards too, Shaggy's dad wouldn't be a cop. He probably wouldn't I even mean, have a job. He might be a cop, just maybe he likes helping people. He can do that in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it might just be Shaggy. I think he he might just be like... Muggle-born wizard. Okay. However that works. Like Hermione? Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, and maybe he enchants the diaper bag just to help mom and dad out. But, like... Do you think Shuggy's a wizard? I don't know. She's too young. Maybe her powers haven't come in yet. We just don't know yet. Yeah. I like that when they're in the house, though, Daphne says that it's almost as nice as her mansion. Yeah, it's like, a bitch. fucking bitch. So, for one, you didn't want to come inside because you thought it'd be dusty because you just think the Scooby's dirty. And then you come in and you're like, wow, it's almost as nice as my house. Like, I'm just going to come over to somebody's house and just be like, wow, this is almost as nice as my house and see what I get as a reaction. Mm, don't say that at my house because I'll cry. Actual tears. Real life. I actually <laughs> think I know what I'm going to do next when we go there. Um, while they're all talking about something unimportant, Velma is walking around the house with a magnifying glass, 
looking at footprints. Has she talked yet? No, I noticed that actually when we did the second watch through the episode. She didn't talk until the first time she said jinkies, and that's when Daphne and Fred like lost their shit and were like, oh my god, and that was talk. Like, that was the end of the, the episode, basically. No, it was no, it was during the mystery in the in the house. They were still in the house. Okay. This was before they had to call the cops. Mm, okay. But my point being is why is Velma like mute in this show? It doesn't make any sense. You know, she talks later in the episode, but even not as much then. Mm-mm. Like I feel like the voice actress for Velma got a lot of free time yeah, while she was they, working they in the studio. Yeah, they called them in, like, half the time. Yeah. Velma only talks when she has something to say. Related to the mystery. Yeah. I don't think she ever is... I don't think she's actually interested in having friends. I don't think these are her friends. Like, she's, <laughs> she's not she's, friends with any of these no, people. No, <laughs> she's just, like, I'm smart, and, like, shit's going down, and I'm kind of interested. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just like, you know... Stuff seems to follow these people, so I'm going to stick around and see what happens. But she actually has no interest in being their friend, and so she only speaks when she has something to say. And the only time she actually has something to say is when it's related to the mystery, because she doesn't care about them. Well, you know what's funny? I'm just thinking about, like, more recent Scooby-Doo media. You know how we watched the the movie that accompanied the 13 Ghosts series? Yeah. Okay, and you know how they explain away the fact that Fred wasn't around because he was at summer camp or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Velma wasn't in that series either. It's not because she was off doing something else. She, she just, just didn't, didn't want to be there because they're not her friends. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was like, oh, this is real supernatural. Ghost mm-hmm. hunting isn't the same as mystery solving necessarily, yeah. and that's not what they were doing. So no. she wasn't interested. She did not care. <laughs> Which is fine. She saved herself from Flim Flam and his... And Scrappy. I truly believe that Velma would have killed Flim Flam. Well, she didn't when she met him in the movie. No, but I mean, like, if she would have had to deal with him... Oh, like back then as a child. That whole time as a child. I when can't they were... see those characters interacting like no. that. That'd be awful. Like, she would have kicked him out of the plane. Like, the plane would have been going down. And she would have Over just the Himalayas. Op- and she would have just opened the door and just let him fly out and closed it up. <laughs> and literally, she would have done that without saying a word. And they would have gotten to their destination. And Shaggy would turn around and be like, where's Flip Flam? And she'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> if you can't tell, guys, we're not focusing too much on the episode <laughs> at the moment. Because, like, here's my thing with this episode, too. It's, it's funny. It's entertaining. It does its job. I don't think there's a lot that we can really talk about talk about too much because i also just don't want to read the summary of the episode all to you either but getting back to the episode anyway uh scooby leads the way to a safe that is hidden behind a painting in his house mm-hmm. uh after i think they split up at this point of, yeah they had split up and they were gonna shaggy and scooby were gonna go get food yes because the safe actually is a refrigerator Except it's really cute because Scooby turns around and he's like, looks at the camera and goes, excuse me. Yeah, and then he pulls a curtain. <laughs> That's cute. It was a little laugh. Um, I don't know when, but I wrote down that there was psycho music. like the... This was probably around the time that the monster attacked them when they were by the fountain yeah. in the house. Oh, yeah, this house has a fountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I find it weird that Scooby-Doo in general uses that psycho music. Because when they were I think doing, we've noted that before. Yeah, because in the Agent Do episode, when they were... You're correct. Yeah, when they were at the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. They it's used just, that music. It's weird to me, because it is, it's like, like, it's... Right, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, it's not like a Scooby-Doo. 
It's not like Scooby-Doo music. Uh-huh. It's weird. I don't know. It does not fit in. I would rather hear it in, like, Mystery Incorporated. Yeah. Not Putman Scooby-Doo. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shaggy suggested hiding in the, the attic, which, like... I, like, wrote a bunch of question marks after when I heard that because we established earlier that this house does have a basement and an attic. But, like, I just love the fact that this doghouse has an attic. What's up there? And I don't remember what's up there because... I don't... Did they go in the attic? I think they did. They had to have. I blacked that out. Um, I skipped right over that. Well, you know, we jump over to the rest of the gang, and that's when Velma speaks for the first time and Fred and Daphne lose their shit about it. I do want to say too um, because initially the rest of the gang went to follow the footprints and when we cut back to them there's no more footprints. So they're just following nothing at this point. Why are there footprints though? Because Scooby's house is dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Dust. You know but no but because the guy... He's fully immersed in the costume, right? Yeah. There wouldn't be regular no shoe footprints. Unless he's wearing shoes underneath. But he's in the costume. I don't know, man. Unless either there's somebody else in the house, which is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the psycho music's in this episode. Um, or there's an actual or, killer in the house. Or the villain is taking off the costume sometimes and also walking around his house. Either one is very I don't unsettling. like either of those scenarios. I didn't even think about that. I yeah. did note that, oh, you know what? They didn't go in the attic because Scooby and Shaggy hid in a night armor suit. Yes, yep. And then Velma destroyed oh. it with a fucking wrench. <laughs> this is where we talk about the fact that Velma isn't actually friends with them because she doesn't give a fuck about their property. She has no respect she for Scooby's property. She grabs a wrench and instead of just popping the head off the knight, she carves out the middle of like the knight. Like she carves out a square in the knight's chest and peels that back to reveal Scooby and Shaggy hiding in it. I'm just imagining Velma just stabbing <laughs> the wrench. armor. What if she stabbed one of them? While she doesn't care. She just doesn't care. She doesn't care. She's not worried about their well-being. She thought it might be another clue. It turned out to be... She- because you notice right after she stabbed it, she was just like, uh, and walked away. Possibly. She was like, oh, it's, it's going to be a shaggy. Okay. So my next note is that Velma confirms that the sludge is actually sewer mud, which is disgusting. Well, and we, we find out um, that there's sludge on the phone, on the floor, and somewhere else. Oh, yeah, because they're like in the library or yeah. something of Scooby's house. And then this is when Daphne insults Scooby's house again. again. Yeah, just saying, like, ew, you need to clean more. Man. Yeah. And I'm also just worried that the sewer mud, like, might have, like, feces, fecal matter, other disgusting things in it right now. Yeah, it's and this is sewage. all in the house. Like, I wonder if it smells, though. Because I don't think they ever make a comment about the smell, right? I don't think they do. No. So Which that has to smell. It has to, regardless of what's really in it. But then Shaggy goes to use the phone because he's going to call the cops. And then, like, they immediately start hearing, like, a helicopter and everything outside. So they rush outside. They're like, wow, that was quick. Yeah. And, no, I think they, what did they say? They, I think they said that they tracked the monster back to this area or something. No, something like that. Or they're after the janitor. They're after That's the janitor is, because now they're suspecting the janitor, the janitor is... did it. Right. <gasps> That's who's in the house. Yeah. Because he, no, because he runs in the house, doesn't he? Or is he already in the house? He's in the house already. Yeah. Okay. okay. We saw Look that at mystery. us. We're so smart. We're not. We did not pay attention <laughs> during this watch. I swear to God. We have notes, but we did not actually pay attention. 
That's work. That's really bad because I have like three pages of notes for this episode. <laughs> um, but I noted that when Scooby demonstrated his monster transformation for, for Shaggy's dad, that uh, <laughs> Shaggy's like, "Well, what do you think, Dad?" And his dad goes, "I think Scooby needs to see a doctor." <laughs> <laughs> I did like that one. Uh, you can also very much tell that Shaggy's dad is voiced by Shaggy. Yeah, it's the same person. Because... Casey Kasem, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, no offense to Casey Kasem, because we love and we stand him. But, like, his voice goes in and out between Shaggy and Shaggy's dad. So it'll be like, yeah, yeah his... like, man... Yeah, but, you know, they also have the same speaking mannerisms, too, like, when they say like and groovy or something yeah. like that, too. Or maybe the groovy part's more so, I think, his mom, but you hear the like thing from his dad as well. Mm-hmm. This is when we also meet Mr. Buxton. So he's, like, the president of the bank. Yeah. Um, And Velma's, like, not at all being inconspicuous and, like, looking very closely at his outfit. Oh, yeah. Not saying anything, but she's, like magnifying glass to his suit mm-hmm. and he's basically just saying that you know they suspect that the, the the janitor did it and that's really all that i have for that honestly um they go back to the the dog house and i don't remember who said it but somebody said can't you get a bigger door scooby and since it's a bitch i'm gonna it was assume daphne. It daphne i wrote that down daphne insults scooby's door right again um it turns out the janitor mr williams his name is he's in the house and he you know questions the gang about the monster, because apparently he claims that he's not the monster himself. Yeah. I noted that Velma started doing laps. Like, she's walking around Mr. Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a crazy person. <laughs> and I'm just like, Velma, stop. Velma, calm down. <laughs> you just got done, like, microanalyzing Mr. Buxton's suit, and now you're just doing circles around Mr. Williams. because she's here for the mystery. She, again, she doesn't actually care about her friends. No, she's here to solve a mystery. Mr. Williams offered his janitorial services for Scooby, though. I'm not sure if that's really an insult. I kind of think it is. Everybody's just knocking on Scooby's house, and I'm just like, bro, that's nicer than my house. Like, I want to live in Scooby's house. To be fair, he's been walking around. And leaving footprints because there, there's so much dust he on the ground. He should just clean it for free anyway. He made the mess. Yeah, yeah, but there's so much dust on the floor. He's When he walked, there's footprints. And then he doesn't necessarily know that the sludge monster's been in the house, so he just sees sewage all over the house. Uh-huh. So, to be fair, he does kind of think that his house is dirty. Daphne just thinks that because she's a bitch. Daphne's a bitch. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't help that one. They go into the kitchen... You know, talking about... Because I think the gang still thinks that Mr. Williams did it. A little. I think they're they're on the fence still. Yeah. And Velma's just plugging away on her computer that's not plugged into anything. So, love that. Um, Daphne goes to use the sink and the faucet's not working. Um, and I think you mean to know about yeah, Velma so here, right? <laughs> Velma walks over and just bangs on the pipe and then goes, it's in the basement. And then they go into the basement. It's approximately... It is... 130 feet down. 132.7. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I wrote that down specifically. Thank you. And that's when they find, like, a hole in the ground that goes into the sewers. Yep. Love that. So Scooby robbed the bank. I knew it. (laughs) I solved the mystery. Let's go home. So 
Daphne has to coax Scooby into going down there with a whole box of Scooby snacks this time. Although his reaction to it was not as amazing as when he only got three snacks earlier in the episode. So I was disappointed there. Derek, I have a question for you. Yes. Would you be up to do all of this? At 1 a.m.? I wouldn't even come to your house at 1 a.m. I would have told you to go to bed because it's 1 a.m., Shannon. I'm trying to get my beauty sleep. You don't need it, Derek. (laughs) And then I would turn my phone off and roll back over and sleep (laughs) soundly. (laughs) Yeah, like I wouldn't, because at this point it's got to be at least 1.30 if not 2 a.m. But who can sleep when you've got cop, like helicopters flying over your house? And like See, the entire the, poli- the, poli- the entire like police force is at your house plus your dad. Listen, I would call you at 1 a.m. And then an hour later you'd hear all these helicopters and all these sirens and you'd be like, oh shit. And you'd call me and be like, are you okay? And I'd be like, no, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> the sludge monster killed me and now there's a janitor in my house. He's from the Earth's core. <laughs> So they go down. They have a boat, I think. I made a point that Velma was soulless, but I don't really know when that came into play. I think it's just because her eyes don't stare at anything, but they're staring at something. <laughs> I've noticed that with this with this version of Velma, because she has the big glasses and the tiny pupils. And <laughs> she just stares. And she just stares at nothing. Like, it doesn't look like she's looking at anything. Like, the other characters are looking at something or focusing on something or each other. And then there's just Velma... She doesn't care. Staring off into the distance. You know, we've made the joke before that she's been possessed. Maybe those are those instances early in childhood. Okay. I like that there's a boat, though, in the sewer. I do like that the sewer is very spacious. Yeah. It is huge down there. Like, well, at one point later on, we see, like, a whole entire fucking boat. Right? Because I think Scooby and Shaggy hopped on, like, a a huge boat. Yeah. Like, a yacht down there when they were coming back from the bank. And, you know, we'll touch on that later. But, so, they take the... Rowboat. Yeah, that's right. It was a robo. So they take that all the way down the sewer, and they eventually discover that it opens back up into the the bank vault. Mm -hmm. So they're inside the bank, and they're like, oh, this is, you know, weird. Like, this explains how the monster got into Scooby's house, why he's there. what Fred says is that the mole people teamed up with Red Herring. Yes. Well, he said that the mud that is here, it specifically matches the mud from Red Herring's backyard. And I love and hate that he knows that. I hate that so much. But you know what's worse? It's also a straight lie, though. But I also hope it's true, because, like, even if... Red Herring has imported mud. Well, did he say that? No, but he had to. (laughs) If it's not the same mud from everyone else's backyard, it has to be, like, imported from somewhere. Well, regardless of where the mud came from, I would hope that it's true, just because somehow Red Herring is actually implicit in this (laughs) mystery, and we just don't know why or how. Plot twist, Red Herring had something to do with every mystery, but it was just so small. Fred was actually right this whole time. When really, like, the monster probably just ran across his backyard at some point. So, yeah, he suggests that he teamed up with the mole people, yada-da. The monster does show up, and Scooby and Shaggy pose as bank tellers. And I wrote that Shaggy offers the monster a coffee pot, a blender, a toaster, a microwave, and a double-door freezer as part of him opening up that account at that bank. That was so nice. Except the fact that it's a fucking lie because that double-door freezer was a single-door freezer. Yeah, False advertising. Do you know what I got when I opened up my bank account? I think maybe I stole a pen. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, did banks do this in the 80s? Did they give you all these things with your account? You didn't, okay, you didn't get that many things, but I think you did get, like, something for opening account. Like, it was just, like... And my credit union was just like, we're just going to take your money. But, like, back then they'd be like, I'll just give you a free $100 for signing up. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I wish. Yeah, they just <laughs> open all the bank accounts. I'd be like, I'd like to open 1200 <laughs> Thank you. I wrote that Velma abandons the gang in her own boat oh, in the sewer. 100%. They all split up. So, like, she has her own boat. Daphne and... Fred somehow procure a raft, mm-hmm. and then Scooby and Shaggy have a, a, yacht. a yacht, and then the monster has a bigger yacht. A bigger yacht? <laughs> he did! <laughs> yeah, I wrote, like, the gang finds all these boats from somewhere? Somewhere. They probably came from the bank. Like, you know, they have all this shit they're giving away, microwaves and toasters. They're also giving away how, boats. How big does my account have to be for me to get a yacht? A yacht. Or a bigger yacht? I'm thinking of that episode from Family Guy where the um, the timeshare scam where, like, they came into town and, like, they had to sit through this whole thing and they had a choice between a boat or the mystery box. Do you remember that? No, I don't watch Family Guy. Oh, okay. So, yeah. They had the option of the two. And um, Peter's like, well, I mean, hold on, Lois. I mean, I know we've always wanted a boat, but, like, the mystery box could be anything. It could even be a boat. You know how much we've always wanted one of those? We'll take the box. And they open the box, and it's, like, for, like, a comedy club or something. But I'm just, like, imagining it being like this, where, like, you can get a boat or the mystery box from this bank. And it's a raft. <laughs> So Fred, Daphne, and Velma lure the monster out of the doghouse. They're just like, nah, 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 you can't get us, blah, blah, blah. Scooby and Shaggy, they're outside in the backyard with a hose. Um, of course, shenanigans ensue. You know, the hose launches Scooby into the air because that's how hoses work. Yeah. Um, okay, when I was little, I sincerely thought that, like, that was plausible. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that if I turned my hose up too far and I was the only one holding it, that it might make me fly away. Well, you know, cartoons lie to us all the time. I thought that quicksand and trap doors would be a bigger problem oh, in my adult 100%. life. And I cannot say I've ever encountered either of those. Okay, but, did like, I've been learning so much about quicksand. And did you know, like, it's actually super easy to get out of? That's such a specific topic for you to be... Why were you learning about that? It kept popping up on my um, homepage. And so I kept seeing, like, how to get out of... Qu- it's super easy to get Who out of... Who is sharing this information? I don't know. TikTok. But I've been seeing it. Like, I saw it on a whole bunch of stuff. I think it was TikTok. Back to Scooby-Doo. Maybe it was Scooby-Doo. <laughs> um, the monster turns off the hose and chases the gang inside. And you made a note earlier about how they, like, they wipe their feet and everything. And then Shaggy requested that everybody be quiet while they're doing this chase because they don't want to wake his mom and his sister. Okay. And uh, everybody complied. Everyone complies. Except Scooby. And then Scooby goes to eat a potato chip, which, which the potato chip changed colors. I just want that to be noted. Okay. And he ate the potato chip, and it made a really loud crunch. And then even the monster turned around and went, shh. Yeah, right. The gang goes back, like, through the the dog door in the back door. And the monster stupidly tried to follow through the said dog door and got stuck. Yeah. Um... That's when, you know, they basically kind of, I think at this point, it's already like 7 a.m. Because the sun's up, everybody's in the backyard, the police are there, everything. And even the janitor is there. Yeah. And despite the janitor standing right next to them, Fred says that the monster has to be Mr. Williams. And I think it was Dabney who was just like, bro, no. (laughs) They really, they make Fred such an idiot. And then they make Daphne such a bitch. 
they make Velma not care about anyone. Like, there's really no one to like in this series. Well, no, Scooby and Shaggy are pretty on point, well, in my opinion. Yeah, but you always like Scooby and Shaggy. Like, yes. out of the other three, there's not really anyone to They're like. not really their normal selves in yeah. this. I mean, yeah, because, like, Fred's also, like, a conspiracy nut as well. Yeah. And... You don't really see... I mean, you know, Fred has, like, that dopiness, like, in What's New Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. the following series from this one. And, yeah, but the conspiracy part doesn't really come back. If anything, it just changes all dramatically. Because then when you go into, like, Mr. Incorporated, he's obsessed with traps. Mm-hmm. And then when you get into Be Cool Scooby-Doo, he still likes his traps, but he's also obsessed with the van. And he's also kind of more of a stickler of being the leader of the group. Like, he just... He zones in on one thing. Mm-hmm. So, like... Right now, it's mole people and in, in conspiracies, and then it's it's traps, and then it's the van, and then it's Daphne, and then it's this, and then it's, <laughs> and then it's that. Daphne. <laughs> <laughs> it's always just like one single thing, and he cannot focus on anything else except for that one right. thing. Like it's it's OCD. Okay. Uh, so they revealed that it's Mr. Buxton. You know, he was stealing from his own bank. Velma says that it was definitely him because like his suit was like tucked wrong, and here I am just thinking. It's 1 a.m. Like, maybe he just got done fucking somebody. Like, Well, that and, like, the excuse of your clothes were sloppy at 1 a.m., so you must be the villain. Uh, Then we've all committed crimes. (laughs) You know, I committed one right now. Look at my outfit. You guys can't see it, but Shannon can attest to you. It looks awful. I'm in pajama shorts right now, so. (laughs) I am too, actually. Hey! (laughs) You didn't see the high five, guys, but we definitely did. You probably heard it. He didn't take baths for weeks. And he looked like the sludge monster. Who said that? I have a note here that says he didn't take baths wait, wait, for wait, weeks wait. until he looked like a sludge monster. Red I bet Harry. that I bet Fred said that about Red Herring. Red Herring. <laughs> so yeah, Velma noticed that Buxton's clothes were sloppy, and the fact that you know, aside from Mr. Williams, who people also suspected for being the villain because he's the only other person who had a key to the bank, which I just like that the janitor and the president are the exclusively only two. are the two that have banks, you know, keys to this bank. And um, my last night was just, yay, this episode's over. <laughs> I didn't hate the episode, though. I, I enjoyed it. So, Derek, what did you rate this episode? I'm giving it a seven. Okay. I think that it's a good episode. It's fun. Uh, when I say that, I don't have a lot to make fun of. Like, it's still a funny episode and everything like that. Like, we had our own laughs. But there's not that much that I can really criticize, I guess. It's not... The mystery made sense, even though the boat's... The boats bug me, if anything. But, um, you know, it's just cartoony because of the show. But overall, I think it's a well-put-together mystery. And I think that's also why, like, Mystery Incorporated probably succeeded with the concept of, you know, sewer breaking into the bank, yeah. yada, yada. Um, because it succeeded here. And it's a lot zanier here because Pup Name Scooby-Doo is like that. Yeah. Um, so it, I think it's a really good example of what this show is. So I'm happy to give it a 7 out of 10 on Scooby Snack Meter. What about you? I am also giving it a 7. Okay. For similar reasons, I think that this show is definitely targeted towards kids. And I think that this is a very good episode for kids. I think it's just zany enough and just fun enough that it's going to keep a kid's interest throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see why we liked it as kids. I just don't recommend kids be up at 1 a.m. sneaking around and harassing their neighbors. I but... don't advise you letting your kids watch the 10 o'clock news because that's when they announce murderers and what's not. And you don't need your kids being that scared. Um, don't enchant the TV so that the news reporter can talk to your kids. But all <laughs> that aside. <laughs> and harass and threaten them. <laughs> that news anchor, I hate him. He needs to be fired. <laughs> but um, no, I, I definitely, I liked the episode. It was fun. It was, you know, 
It was fun. Yeah. Um, okay, well, then we both gave it seven. So our official Scooby Snackometer rating for the Sludge Monster from the Earth's Core is a seven out of ten. So you want to hear a fun fact that's actually related to this episode. Okay. As far as I have been able to find, this is the very first time that Shaggy has been called Norval, his real first name. Okay. From what I can tell, this is the very first time that it's ever been used. It's used by his dad when the police show up at the house in the middle of the episode. Um, And I thought that that was pretty cool. I hope you guys did too. I loved it. (laughs) So next week, we will be watching an episode from What's New, Scooby-Doo. Shannon, would you like to hit the randomizer so we can figure out what we're watching? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Watching Reva Ross Regis. Okay, I haven't seen that episode in a while. Wow. I don't know if I've seen it. It's a it's a season one What's New Scooby Doo episode, I think. It's been forever since I've seen it. Here's the premise for the episode, coming from Scoopypedia again. The gang goes to Las Vegas to meet teen pop sensation Lindsay Pagano, but they soon end up trying to uncover the mystery of a deceased magician named Rufus Rockus, whose ghost has risen from the grave to haunt the theater that Lindsay is performing at. Oh. Yeah, I don't really remember this episode all that much. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. So that's something to look forward to. If you guys would like to talk to us about the Sludge Monster from the Earth's Core, or Reva Rathragus, or anything Scooby-Doo related for that matter, you can find us online. We are on Facebook at That Groovy Scoopcast, Twitter at Groovy Scoopcast, or Tumblr at That Groovy Scoopcast. You can also send us an email at thatgroovyscoopcast at gmail.com, or check out our website, www.thatgroovyscoopcast.com. Lots of information for you guys to check out. And with that, we hope that you enjoyed That Groovy Scoopcast. Come back next week for Scooby Snack Fill Time. Bye, guys. Bye.